For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the Good day, lovely people of God. Thank you so much for listening to the Edifying Queens podcast. We've been cooking up a special something for you all, and we're going to be touching on some heavy topics. With that being said, we must make our purpose known. We seek only to educate and edify the body of Jesus Christ. Our aim is never to weaponize the word of God against the believer, only against Satan and his lies. We ask humbly that you hear our hearts as we share what God has given us to share with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode with the Edifying Queens. Hope you're having a wonderful new year. We are back with our mini series of Renewing Your Mind, Where Does Your Loyalty Lie? And what a better week to be discussing crime. So we have our ladies on the line and, of course, our gentlemen. Jay Nice, you there? Yes, ma'am. Seven, you there? Yes, ma'am. All right, I think we're still waiting on last but not least. We're here. All right, awesome. So... Jay Nice and Soul Jam, take it away. <clears throat> hey, thanks for that cool Soul Jam here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, talking about crime, you know, and with everything that's going on, like like I said, everything's going on within the past few days, it's gonna be it's a good day to talk about this. So just wanted to start off quickly, so you know, to get all ambiguity out the way, the definition of crime, what we're talking about here in crime kind of two separate definitions one being you know an action or a mission that constitutes an offense that may be persecuted or prosecuted by uh by a state and also punishable by law and then also an action or activity that although it might not be illegal is considered to be evil shameful or wrong you know so those are kind of the two standpoints where you know i'm coming from with this so start off, I want to read from you from First uh, Peter chapter 2, starting at verse 13 and going to verse 17. I'll be reading from the Amplified Bible. So it starts off saying, Submit yourselves to the authority of every human institution for the sake of the Lord to honor his name, whether it is to a king as one in a position of power or to governors as sent by him to bring punishment to those who do wrong and to praise and encourage those who do right. For it is the will of God that by doing right, you may silence, muzzle, gag the culpable or the ignorant and the irresponsible criticisms of foolish people. Verse 16 says, live as free people, but do not use your freedom as a cover or pretext for evil, but use it and live as bond servants of God. Show respect for all people. Treat them honorably. Love the brotherhood of believers. Fear God and honor the king. So, yeah, talking about crime. Crime, you know, has many different aspects to it, whether we're talking about, you know, violent crimes or nonviolent crimes or um, crimes against people, crimes against yourself. You know, 
some or you know people call them people say sometimes white lies you know or those those uh not necessarily lies but the crimes that are you know kind of small, small not yeah. hurting nobody correct not well you think they're not hurting anybody and you know sometimes us as you know believers of christ you know we'll be like oh i'll never do any i'll never do those i'll never kill i'll never do those kind of things but you follow the ten commandments but but everything there's little things you know the that, gray area the gray areas and there's no gray areas when it comes to god you're either right god or, or you're not god. that's what you either for me or against it there's, there's no there's no gray area with god so and i just want to kind of give a little origin where what i believe where some some forms of these uh, crimes come from so think think about it if you're if you're driving to work right and speed limit says 45 and you're going a, a solid 55 or even going if the speed limit is 35 you're going 36 37 you know people be like oh that's fine I, I can go over like you know my wife, my wife sometimes says you know I can, I can go five miles over because <laughs> you can do that I'm like and I ask her why can you do that what says you can do that if this law and statute is put in place for you to follow, why are you saying that you can or can't go? You can or do not. You do. Excuse me. You do or do not have to comply with it. You know what we just read in First Peter says. You know, comply with the laws of the land. So, and I believe those things stem from those type of crimes. I can't blanket this and everything because there's different situations and circumstances. But I believe those kinds stem from selfishness and pride. So, in the form of selfishness as in i am putting what i want to do where i want to go what i want to say what i want to do over the regulations that have or statutes that are already been put in place right 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 so and that's that's selfishness that's putting your will above the law of the land and god said uh in this word he said that you know i've put as in god's put these governing authorities there he said no uh, power belongs to god and god you know allows people to have that power so therefore, you're kind of going against God if you're mm-hmm. saying that I'm going to go do what I want to do in these situations, or even something as simple as you know, if you if you're you know hiking or snowing, I mean hiking or like playing in the snow, and you find a pair of AirPods or something, and you know picking them up and taking them with you, they're not yours. Did you have intentions to return them? You know that's that's not your stuff. Oh, I I didn't I didn't uh. I didn't, it's not really stealing, it's not really theft, then that's where the pride comes in. Because pride is choosing not to admit, you know, when something's wrong or choosing not to admit and holding on to it so as to not give yourself the blame or anything. So that's where that comes in. So it's like selfishness and pride is what leads up to that. But then you have to realize if you, the law is not for law-abiding citizens, the law is for the lawless. Right. Because... Right law-abiding citizens are going to abide by the law because a fence is not put in place for a person who's just going to jump a fence. A fence is put there to show people that, oh, this is a fence. I can't cross that fence. So in the Bible, if it says, I can't cross this fence, we can't we can't teeter the edge of the fence and, you know, straddle both sides and be like, oh, I'm okay. Oh, uh, I'm not okay. Well, this is a grade. Here's, I can do this or I can't do this. You know, so... Or if it's accepted in society, then you feel like it's okay because it's not shunned upon. Right. That's why the second definition of um, crime might not be illegal, but does it go against what we believe? Right. And that's why we can't we can't serve two masters, as in serve the Lord mm-hmm. God Almighty mm-hmm. and serve society. You mm-hmm. know, and so because you have to go under one of those rules, you have to go under one of those ruling laws and entities. You can either go by what society says, or you can go by what the Bible says. And that's where the disconnect happens. Yeah. Amen. So it, it made me think like, um, but how do you not 
and I know I'm, I'm probably jumping the gun here and I won't say too much, but it, when he was talking about like the petty crimes and you know, how do you not like succumb to that lesser evil basically um i feel like you have to admit when you're wrong even if you don't feel like even if you didn't the crime that you committed didn't hurt anybody you didn't make do a violent crime like um you know harming anyone but i feel like in order to admit you have to put your pride aside you have to be able to do some self analysis and say okay in this aspect I was wrong and I need God to help change my mind to renew my mind to transform me so that I don't think these type of things are okay even if I don't have to uh get in trouble for it or serve time it's not, it's a petty crime so it's not something that big or you know like you just try to diminish it or you don't even honestly for the, from the way I was brought up like petty crimes it's not like that big of a deal like he was saying earlier like the, the little white lies or deceit or you know stuff like that so I've really had to work on it I really had to admit like okay Janice this is not right and it took it, it I'm still doing it I'm still working right. on it you know because yeah. it's it's hard to admit you wrong to something when you really don't feel like it's feel an like issue it's a problem yeah. or yeah so have you all ever had to deal with something of a similar nature that you're willing to share as far as like petty crime yeah so this is divine and I can say yes um when I was younger (laughs) me and my cousins we figured out how easy it was to get away with like taking um makeup from Walmart mm-hmm. and um, it started because we accidentally I accidentally I was supposed to be buying my friend some headphones because I broke his headphones so I went and got like you know cheap headphones you know mm-hmm. um, I put them I was also buying a little backpack so I put the headphones in the backpack intending to pay for all of it but mm-hmm. ended up walking out with the headphones and the, the little rush or whatever you know little young kids like ooh you know I just got away with that I don't have to pay for this I just you know Mm -hmm. escaped with $10 worth of headphones and then we started (laughs) taking makeup and stuff like that and we did not feel bad about it because I mean because you got away with it right we find ways to justify it you know other people have stolen worse. People have stolen more. You know, stuff oh, like they that. They don't need the money. It's a big corporation. It's not right. You know, right. <laughs> yeah. So that's that is. I mean, I, like you said, I, it happens. Like it, it happens, and you know, when when people have children, you know, they teach their children not to steal and things of that nature. But the parents aren't always there. So I feel like when your children are small, it's important to teach them why it's important not to steal. Because like you said earlier, it's not worth missing out, blocking your blessings. It's not worth sinning because all of it is a sin. Um, I just wanted to say that. And then I'm going to move on to the violent crime. Yeah, hold on on one second. Hold on one second. Like I I, want to get with uh, what Soul Jam was talking about earlier. 
And and he was saying that, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially with the speeding thing, you know what I mean? Like, that's an everyday occurrence. You know what I mean? Every time I get in the car, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's me. Like, you know what I'm saying? What's the speed limit? 70? Oh, no, 65? That means 70. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> 75? That means 80. You know what I mean? Like, I'm on. So I, I think that's a common occurrence. But I, I, what you just said was so spot on. Like, yes. it's still a sin. Yes. Right. It's so easy. And that's that's so crazy how little stuff like that we can sweep under the rug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Like, not even, we're not even talking, like you said, we're not even talking about violent crimes. We're not even talking about big stuff yet. We're talking about mm-hmm. stuff that you do on a daily. You know what I mean? Like, man, I, I promise you ain't nobody out there that ain't speed. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're making them all going too slow. So even look, if you, look. When they when they following the speed limit, you like why y'all driving so slow? You get a <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Exactly right, but that's but that's how but that's that's why he implores us to protect ourselves. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because he knows how easy it is for us to slip into that oh, that pattern of thing, yeah. and it, and that's what the devil wants, right? The devil don't he'll hit us with like big life earth shattering changes, like where stuff is gonna knock us, mm-hmm. you know know that we we're grounded enough that somebody can't come and be like hey let's go you know what i mean let's go kill 15 people we ain't right. gonna be like oh, let's no. go like what's up let's do that no. you know right. but he can, get us on some, he can get us on oh let's go five miles over the speed limit mm-hmm. if you go five miles over the speed limit then you know you'll take the next step yeah. you know what i mean you'll cut somebody off yeah you'll cut yeah. somebody off you'll right. get angry you get angry right. you can fight somebody right. you can fight somebody you can right somebody. exactly so he just grow, he grow us. He, he just let us go down. You know what I mean? So that's because he can't get you from the front door because you covered by the blood in the front. But the back, you know, the back door, you gotta cover that too. Seep in and your and your little and your little spaces that's not all the way, you know, <laughs> sealed so up. I want to share a story. <laughs> I would like to share a story now, like. Seven said, um, speeding, uh, you know, I get there, I get there, I get to where I'm going with no problems. And, and I, and I probably, I probably feel like it's okay to speed because I've never gotten a ticket and I've never had to pay for my actions of speeding. I've, I've never been in an accident. I've never caused an accident and, you know, things of that nature. So I feel like I'm a pretty good driver. So what, this is going into the story, right? I'm at Walmart, in Walmart parking lot. Now, mind you, um, I'm in the right lane. And you know how, like, the left lane is coming towards me. So I have my left turning signal on, waiting for a parking spot. Someone is coming out of the first parking spot at Walmart by the door. You know, the best parking spot that everybody wants, right? So I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm being a good law. I felt like... Okay, listen, I'm sorry. That's beside the point. <laughs> I am being good. I'm following the rules of the road at this very moment. I put on my turning signal. I'm waiting. A car is coming towards me. As soon as the car comes towards me, I go to turn. It's a car on the side of me, y'all, on the wrong side of the road, beeping his horn at me, about to hit me like we about to collide because I'm trying to go like that. And he coming like this. And I instantly stopped once I heard him beeping. I look over. He he flipped me off, y'all. Flipped me off and took my stole my parking spot. Stole it. He 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 cheated. He 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 cheated. He, 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 he like I was so. 
When Man. I tell y'all I was living, I was looking for something to throw, bust out his windows. I was like, and mind you, I am not a violent person. I've never even been in a fight in my whole life. Like never even fought nobody. But at that moment, at that moment, you was ready. The devil had me, y'all. He almost had me, rather. He, 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 he. I was looking for something to throw, bust out his windows. I had to call my husband. I'm like, Lord, talk to me. Down. Listen, Help me, I wasn't even saying talk to me down. At that Take point, the wheel. I was like, hey, I'm about to, hey, where's my stick? I, I need something <laughs> at that point. And, and the Lord, he's not, not the not, stick. Not, I have, <laughs> I have, this, I have a metal pipe that I keep in my car because my trunk, you know, it's a little, you, it, you, it's nigga rig, you know, you have to put the, put it up, you know, put the, you have to put the, um, the, the pipe up to keep the trunk open. So, yeah, I have that, but the, the good thing is it wasn't in my reach and I didn't think about it at that moment. So the Lord, he still protected me even, even then, but it took me a while to, to get to a point where I was calm. Like I, I couldn't even go into Walmart to get what I needed because my mind was so like I was thrown off. Like I could not, I could not do it. Like I was so angry that I let the enemy throw me off my my knock me off my square, right? I was I was shaken up. I was I was rattled. I was I was moved by something someone else did. And I could not focus. And sometimes that's what the enemy want. I had a mission at that point to go into Walmart, get dinner for my family, do, you know, do some things, right? And one incident prevented me and deterred me from my my goal at that point. And so I had to, it took me a while to, to get to a point where I was able to look back and look at the test that I was in, right? Now, that's one particular test that I I, I feel like I didn't necessarily get an F, but I didn't get an A either because I was still looking for something in that moment to bust out his windows with, right? But I'm glad that I didn't. So I would, I would break myself as like a C on that, but because I... I but I, no, actually, I give myself a D because I couldn't finish the task. I didn't even get a chance to go and walk because I was so there we go. upset. So in that moment, I feel like the enemy won. And, and sometimes it can be something so little as somebody cutting you off and stealing your parking spot, you know, that the enemy tries to come in and infiltrate, you know, infiltrate your mind. Like, it's, it's just mm-hmm. a small test that we have to be able to discern have that discernment in you know in the moment you know we have to just yeah pray in that moment if we are feeling angry if we are feeling you know the all of these different emotions like we want to commit a crime or we want to do something that we're not supposed to do then we have to think before we act and like i said before i'm still working on that it's something that i'm i'm edifying myself in at this very moment so yes right so yeah so Going back to, you know, crimes and, you know, renewing your mind. What do y'all think about, like, uh, situation? We've all gone over things like uh, like petty crimes. It's like, what do y'all think about how people feel like? I know we've all come from certain different backgrounds and, you know, different places in life. What do y'all think about people who say, like, I had to do it because it's the only option or, you know, this is the only thing I could do. You know, I had to do it this way because there was no other way. Yeah, I mean, man... Had an interesting life, but 
I mean, I, it. I believe that. Like, I, I don't even believe that. Like, I know that to be a fact. Like, I know that there's people who who commit crimes because that's an, that's their only choice, right? right? But but what you have to understand is that that's the like like uh, Jay Nice was just talking about. That's the sum of the total. Like, that's where the devil wants you because mm-hmm. at that moment you are now at prime risk because his ultimate goal is to take right. you out. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So like. That's you. I believe that because what we were just talking about about that little thing. Like, let's say Jay Nice jump out the car. She hit my man window out. My man feel threatened, right? Because she got a a, a a lead pipe, and he pull out a gun and shoot her, uh-huh. right? So uh-huh. like, that's that's Satan's ultimate goal. His that's goal is to make us lost. act right, and two lives off, right? So now there's two then, people taken out. Then I gotta go, John Wick. And go find this dude. <laughs> so there's three people. Right. So there's three people. That's the right. So that's yeah. three people. So like, right. So now we got three people taken out, you know, off of one action. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really do believe that people get to a point where they like, man, I don't have no other choice but to rob this store. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I got, I got to eat. You know, I got kids. I got family. I got people I, I got to take care of. I got to sell these drugs, right? Because that's the only way for me Ooh. to eat. Because I can't get a job. Because I can't Josh pass a drug test. And and uh, I'd like to chime in real quick. This Go is ahead. professor. Um, just on on that matter, it's um, I, I do believe that uh, people do get to that point as well. Um, I was just actually thinking of um, the scripture back in uh, Proverbs six. Um, what it say? Uh, Six and thirty. It says, "Men do not despise men. Do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy his soul um, when it is hungry." So, if if it's because of that nature, uh, the instruction is don't despise them. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't fall into. Uh, don't let your mind be taken with sin because you don't know their story you don't know their struggle that could be uh god you know bringing them on board you uh-huh. know taking them through their trial so uh-huh. um and, and and we all know you know uh being saved that you know god god will take care of his sons and daughters yeah so where right. we might not be in that particular situation where we're the one who who is physically starving uh-huh you know, we we still are called to have compassion and and uh, like the word says, don't don't look down, don't despise when you when you see that's going on. It's that prayer question. Yeah. Yes. And 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 I'm sorry to uh, interject, but and not only pray for them, but help them in that moment. If you right. see Absolutely. something going on, that's if you right. see somebody hungry, yes. if you see somebody out on the street need need, need food if you know a, a friend or a neighbor who might be sick and shut in take them some food like you ain't always gotta wait and call the church and be like oh what can y'all help right. like no you are you the are church the you know going back Thank to that you. conversation we had last time yes 100 percent. god wants yeah. to use us to help other people and that goes to that love aspect of it I feel right. like if we all loved one another in this world, if everybody knew the true love of God, there would be no crime. Right. Exactly. Right. There we go. That's right. The truth. No, you're right. That's the truth. You're right. No, that's spot on. That's spot on. That's spot on. No, I, 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 I 100% agree with that. 100% agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one other thing also, when it says, uh, 
I think we'll probably cover this in the in the some episodes down the line. But uh, Jay Nice, we were sitting here talking when, when uh, Seven was saying, you know, whether people be selling drugs, doing that, and also said also whether they be selling their bodies too, because uh, that's that's a whole another can of worms that we got to open up at a different time. Yeah, you know. But, but uh, that's that desperation piece. They feel like they don't have a choice, but that's the thing. You have always choice. have a choice. We always can call on the name of Jesus. We always can seek help, ask for help. Don't just think, oh, well, you know, you know, that's where that pride piece come in too, because it's like, I don't want to ha- ask for help. Like, I can do this on my own. I don't need no help. I got this. I'm self-made. I can, you know, I can do it all on my own. And that's how you end up in the pit somewhere. Right, right. Mm-hmm. No, that's it. And I, I will I will make a point to say uh, that there is just like the scripture talks about how um, how we are supposed to conduct ourselves because we may be entertaining angels not knowing. Yes. I, I also think that you know uh, demons are real. Mm. Um, yeah, they're real into to the like people. People can be possessed with, with demons. So, mm-hmm. um, again, and, and that's why it, it's, it's you don't want to fall into the habit of judging people because um, that might not be our lane. Mm-hmm. It might not be our lane to say whether or not that, that individual has a demon. That's why we, we help when mm-hmm. we can. We give when we can. Mm-hmm. We take care of when we have that opportunity. We don't let that yeah. opportunity leave us. Right. And so. also, I'm sorry, Ed, and and I want to say, and also we hold our peace when we are in, in in presence of a demon, right? So like, what if you like the person who come here? What if what if they were a demon possessed or whatever the case may be? And I got out my car, like you said, and then like you know how just like we could be entertaining angels, and we if we don't help them, then that could be looked bad on our character. But if we also entertain a, a negative situation, a bad situation, we end up fighting somebody because of something they did to us, said to us. You know, like the just how God used people, the enemy can use people as well. So it's like we have to know and we have to be able to discern. Like you cannot get yourself in in arguments or just like trying to just defend yourself or. You know, just all of that. Like, you have to know when when it could be a demon, when it could be an angel. See, that's real important on the line of you know, getting into arguments and stuff. Because, as you guys know, that everything that's been going on the past few days, you know, all the stuff at the Capitol, all the things going on like that. And I think uh, Divine and Double D can talk more about this. But you know, I've been seeing a lot of altercations, and I've been wanting to get into a lot. You know, on social media, you know, wanting to blast some people with these words, if not with something else. <laughs> So, you know, it's just that, you know, when when to fight, when to not fight. Because, you know, the Lord says he fights for us, he fights for right. us, he fights our battles. But um, when when is that? You know, you guys have anything to add about that? Double D? Um, honestly, the, the temptation to, and I'm just now coming into a space where I'm able to peacefully conduct passionate conversation about Jesus Christ with people who do not believe and are very vocal about that and try to discredit God. But um, it certainly has come, it hasn't come without its trials and tribulations because honestly, it's the Holy Ghost that gives me sympathy (laughs) on those people that I'm able to 
resist that temptation when it comes. So I am, the scripture I actually had lined up was, um, it was basically from the angle in which Jay Nice presented this topic in the first place about people being afraid of um, retaliation. So if they're like um, in a situation where they've witnessed a crime and they're, you know, kind of in a bind on whether they should keep their mouth shut and it's life or death in that situation. And, um, mm-hmm. and just thinking about the reality of that, it's a really, really scary situation. And it, but it made me think of, um, Romans 8, um, 35 through 39, who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword. Mm. As it is written for your sake, we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And um, when when Paul is having this exchange, he is in front of, um, he's pretty much on trial, you know? And he's... Um, Uh this is uh, not a time where people were accepting the word of God and so like thinking about the situations in which the people in the Bible were facing just for believing in Christ it kind of puts you in the same mindset as the situation a person is facing when do I tell on this person or do I not because it's kind of life or death whether you keep your mouth shut or you speak up about, you know, or you do the right thing. So, mm-hmm. um, Paul sharing, you know, um, how nothing should separate us from Christ. That includes the fear of other people and retaliation. And we will all face a time mm-hmm. where we will have to say Jesus is Lord over what is popular or preferred, possibly even in the face of death. And, um, you know, let's just mm-hmm. be frank with the mention of Jesus sets people ablaze these days. Uh, much like anything else because people are angry these days but not to mention yep. other parts of the world where people are already getting slaughtered for Christianity and things like that so I can't say where my heart would be or what I would be doing if my children were in the midst of death because I choose to say Jesus is Lord but I do remind myself every day that Christ loves my children more than I ever could so um, and that. <laughs> they were only on loan to me in the first place. So I pray consistently that if there right. ever came a time where I had to make that decision that the Holy Spirit would be right there to lead me in a moment because nothing will separate. I've already made up my mind that nothing will separate me from Jesus. And that is my choice. And we all have to choose at some point. Um, and we're raising our children to believe and think the same way that when all else fails, if all else is lost, don't lose Jesus. Period. You know, like, don't lose Jesus. So, like, in the midst of, like, crime, like, when you find yourself in a desperate situation, um, that's why it's so important to have godly seed and to have children, the word instilled in your children. So when 
if they were ever placed in a situation where they felt like they had to rob somebody or do something illegal to survive that that they can they can reach back and have that inner conversation on the inside and that's where the renewing of your mind comes in because when you renew your mind you can't even take two dollars that's not yours like that that's not mine you know like <laughs> I'm not touching that that's uh-huh. you know and I I have those convictions yeah. renewed and you've been delivered you have those little bitty convictions like like you said about the the speed limit like you have those little bitty convictions and if the Lord can get if if the Lord can get you to where you have those little bitty convictions then you can recognize that going you know the speed limit is 65 and I go 66 you can recognize when the enemy is trying to get at you uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Oh, so this, this is Double D. Um, I feel like the speed limit topic is, is the is the topic of the night. <laughs> um, and I feel like pretty much attacked when uh when uh Soul Jam brought that up. <laughs> hey, you and me both, Double D. You and me both. <laughs> Felt like he was looking over my dashboard. Because <laughs> me and my wife were just having a conversation about this maybe like uh, two or three days ago. So, me, mm-hmm. I was trying to uh, merge the traffic. I was on the phone with my wife. And uh, she heard my engine uh, rev up a little bit. So, the speed limit post was like 45. Yeah, okay. And I know for a fact, like I told her, I know for a fact that I didn't go above the speed limit because I know my car. It, it was just a, the light tap of the engine because no matter how hard you tap it, it's still going to, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound, but it ain't going to go nowhere. So, uh, mm-hmm. so she was telling me that I was speeding. And even though I wasn't speeding, another subject came up saying that, uh, um, even no matter what speed limit you go, as long as you bo- go above the speed limit, you're still speeding. So I'm me, I'm still trying to justify that I wasn't speeding, and I'm still trying to find a ways to you know prove her wrong about me not speeding. And at the end of the day, I looked mm-hmm. at it like, yeah, she was right. No matter how fast you go, the speed limit, speeding the speed. This is the first I'm hearing of this, y'all. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you over there praising God. She over there got her hands up, <laughs> doing a holy dance. So, back to important. Guys. So, uh, like I was saying, I finally realized that speeding is speeding. And so, with that being said, mm-hmm. um, crimes are just like like sin, basically. And no crime or no sin is bigger than other. And no matter how you look Ooh. at it, a sin is a sin. So if you do wrong, yeah. you you will get right. punished. Mm-hmm. What you say? So I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. I, I'll finish it for you. If you do wrong, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll. And then if you have something else to say, of course you can go ahead. But if you do wrong, 
you're like you said, you're gonna have to pay and reap the consequences of what you sow, right? But also, <laughs> even if it don't ha- right now or later, even if it don't happen at this very moment, like you get pulled over and get a ticket, or you get like like in Chicago, they have like traffic cams to where like if you go over this like only in the school zones though, like if you go over the speed limit in the school zone, it automatically snap and take a picture of your license and send you a ticket in the mail. No police gotta pull you over or nothing like that. Uh, they have red light cameras. If you go over the white line, you know, like when it's a red light, that white line, the, the where the uh, pedestrians cross, if you breach that line, you're getting the ticket automatically, instantly. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's no, it's, you already know it's gonna happen. You're gonna see the flash and be like, dang, they got me. You know, so it's like, you get caught right in the net. So people now, they, most of them, if they smart and if they don't have money to waste, they don't go over the speed limit because one, they know they're gonna get that ticket in the mail. Two, they know they're gonna have to pay for their actions. So even if you don't have to pay for it now, like Soul Jam said, you have to, yes. you're gonna have to answer to God regardless, you know? Like it doesn't matter if you. So basically what you're saying is live live your life like you're always being watched. Yes, because you, because you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No matter where you go, God is always I mean, watching. You ain't got to worry about what he he say yeah. you're doing, she say you're doing. The only person that matters. God, is God. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's why David said, you know, <laughs> "If I go to the edges of the earth, you're still there. If I go to the depths of the sea, you're still there." So, right, yeah. right. I wanna, if I could, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna make a turn, and uh, I wanna, I wanna go back a little bit when we were talking about. I think Professor was talking uh, about you know demons and 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 and, and that type of thing. E- e- even 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 what Jay Nice was talking about about her her story about the guy cutting her off, right? We got to remember yes. Ephesians six and six yes. and twelve. For we yes. wrestle not against flesh and blood, yes. but against principalities and powers, against the rules of darkness. So this whole yes. thing, this whole thing yes. is a spiritual war. Right. So like 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 Professor said, yeah, there's demons out there because this is a spiritual war. This isn't fought in the yes. physical. This is fought in the spiritual. Exactly. But here's the beautiful thing: if you're a Christian, Jesus Christ came and died on the cross so that we have all power over right. ev- all things of Satan, all powers. And that's kind of that's kind of what she was just reading it is about how how much power that we have. And I think that that's the key to to, to this whole thing. Oh, right along with renewing the mind. Like, you got to understand how much power you have as a Christian. When you say the name Jesus, right, what that means, what that does. I mean, the devil shakes when he hears that name. It brings fear to his heart. You know what I mean? When you when he said when you say that name. So if you have the confidence in knowing like, hey, I'm a I'm a son of the king. Right. Like, hold on. Hold on. I can I can operate within the kingdom right. and I don't have to get out my car. Because you That's know what? Right. I fight my battles. I don't even have to say nothing. Ooh, right. I don't even have to do nothing. And on that same note, you know, I was thinking like, well, how do we make sure that, you know, we're prepared for these things because they just come so, you know, subconsciously, like, you know, wanting to get out the car, wanting to retaliate. And I think, you know, the most important thing is to um, spend that quality time with God. I mean, it's all about that. Like, and that's why it's best practice too to start your day with God, whatever right. that looks like, so that you yes. are armored up, you're, you know, prepared, um, 
you got your mind right so that when those things come, you know, you can fight in the spirit and not try to fight in the natural. So, you know, I was just thinking about that as I was listening to everyone speak like, well, you know, because these things come so, you know, it's like our second nature, you know, to want to retaliate. How do we guard ourselves against that? And that's where that part about having the personal relationship with God um, is so important and, and spending time with him so that, you know, again, when those things come, you don't respond as you would as your natural self. You respond, you know, in a way that God would be pleased because he lives on the inside of us. And if we can tap into him each and every day, you know, we'll respond in a way that's pleasing to him. But when we mess up and we don't get it right, you know, we still have him to go to, to say, you know, God, I messed up today. I'm sorry. And he will forgive us for those things and help us to make a better decision the next time around. So it's just amazing to, to just be um, just a child of the King, just to know that in, in any direction it turns, I got him with me when I messed up, you know, I can ask him for forgiveness. He always got me. So, you know, this is just the best life ever to be um, a kingdom citizen. If I could throw, if I could throw in, I just want to read the rest of that scripture because that she, she just reminded me, Purify just reminded me of it. But it's, if you started Ephesians 6 and 10 and go all the way through, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. That's Mm. what I was just talking about, being strong in the Lord. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the wilds of the devil. And then it goes into where we wrestle not against special blood. So that's that's the whole thing. Like he just gave us the playbook right there. Like, yeah, you're going to get hit. Start (laughs) early. Know that you got power. Right. right? So you wake up knowing that you got power. Then you get on, you put your armor on because you know he coming for you. You know he coming for you. You should be in expectation. One thing I want to add to that, that was that was it brought back this dream that I keep having over and over and over again. Every time something comes, you know, people could, you could classify me as a, as a, they call a gun nut or, you know, I love firearms. I like to have firearms. I like to shoot them very tactical. You know, I walk around the house, you know, dry firing, you know, clearing different rooms in my house, seeing how it takes them to threaten this room, how it takes them to threaten this room, whatever. So and it, it's like, sometimes like the Lord brings it to my attention that, Hey, you don't wrestle against flesh and blood. I have your, I'm, you fight through me. I'm the one that fights for you. You might do this, but I fight for you. So the dream is, you know, I always tactically think, what well, if somebody broke in my house, how would, what, what weapon would I choose? Would I grab the 40 Smith and Wesson? Would I grab the 12 gauge? Would I grab the nine with the six hollow points? Which one would I grab? So it's like, it doesn't matter which one. So it's like, I, I, this dream, in this dream, it's the same, the same situation every time. Somebody comes in the house, somebody comes in my house, I pull out, I usually pull out the biggest one I have and I load in this this threat the whole clip, but it does nothing to him. I'm fighting. It's like I'm shooting uh, pieces of paper at him. Nothing's happening. Or blanks. Like, right, shooting blanks. They're getting hit, but there's nothing happening. So that's what, and it comes to remember that, hey, and I feel like that's always a, a sign the Lord gives me, hey, no matter how much you love these guns, no matter how much all this stuff, remember, you wrestle not against flesh and blood. So uh-huh. things that might be getting ready to come against you, you can't fight in the physical. Uh-huh. These things have to be, these yeah. things have to be fought in the spiritual. So that was just something that I wanted to share also because I'm a very uh, strong believer in you know physical protection and you know always um, keeping yourself physically safe. But like I said, the Lord doesn't keep us safe; we won't be kept safe at all. Yep. But that's let's pivot on that. Let's pivot on that because, like we were talking about earlier, is about renewing your mind and. Right going back even to what we were experiencing just yesterday 
with 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 uh, people storming the Capitol, yeah. and it goes back to loyalty, right? Because like what you're just saying mm-hmm. is your loyalty is in your gun, right? Your loyalty, your trust, your belief is in your gun, not holistically, but you you have a level of comfort mm-hmm. because you got that firearm. So that level of comfort is mm-hmm. diminishing your faith. That's good, right? That level of comfort is diminishing your faith because you're trusting in what you can do, right? But the whole thing about Christianity is releasing it. And that's kind of what we saw the other day. People with loyalty to a person instead of not thinking about, man, I'm a part of this country too. Like, wait a minute. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's my guy. He may be my guy, but I also have to do the thing for my country. So I, I don't, as much as I like him, my bigger loyalty is to the country. And that's how we should be as Christians. Yes, as much as I like, you know, having my own personal protection, having whatever around me, my loyalty still is in Jesus Christ. My loyalty right. is still towards God because ultimately he right. is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, right. Right? right? He is over all. So because of that, we have to have that loyalty to him and we can't be afraid of the of the decision um of things that happens when we we have to say something about something we have to or quote unquote snitch because we have our loyalty Fact. is in God and, and no not in man. God is gonna be your protector. Even if you die for him, even if you die for Jesus, at least you know you're still gonna be resurrected. At least yes. you know that you're still gonna have life after death. That's the thing. If you die for loyalty to your homies, to your friends, whoever Guess what? You're gonna die and you're just gonna be dead. Like, dead, dead. Second death. Dead, dead. So I just right, wanna say right. one thing and then I'm gonna let the professor go because <laughs> I know I cut him off and I apologize. But I just wanna say this surrender your life to God and walk in truth and you'll have life more abundantly. Amen. 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 All right. Um, so yeah, it, it, and we was just going to comment on the uh, the precepts of loyalty. In fact, um, last but not least, was going to read a, a, a scripture now. And I was going to say, and that's where people go wrong because they put their loyalty in something else other than you know putting your loyalty on in on to God, which who you know, who loved us so much that he paid the full price, like the our the, uh-huh. the penalty of our death which is his son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins and that alone like what else can we ask for you know because God loves us so much and um, the scriptures that I'm going to read is from Luke 16 chapter 16 verse 13 and it says no one can either you will hate the, the one and love the other or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Where it really comes down to where does your, you know, loyalty, um, what you make that? Where does your loyalty lie? Lie, exactly. So, and uh, I know that scripture ends with, you. Uh, it says you cannot serve both God and money. Um, in that scripture, I like to to take money out. And right. You can put almost anything exactly. there. Exactly. You can't serve mm-hmm. both God Trump. and uh, um, the world. You can't uh, mm-hmm. serve both God and drinking. You can't serve both God mm-hmm. and uh, prostitution, stuff like that. Yeah. So anything you substitute there, just right. know that that's 
Mm-hmm. That's what your idol is, and that's what you're getting at. Right. And speaking about loyalty, um, I, I think it was so pr- profound that we that we made that segue because folks will do almost anything yes. for who they're loyal to. Um, right. And mm-hmm. that starts with the relationship. You know, scripture. If if she brings back, uh, it says. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. If you think about it, you you're not just going to go three doors down to uh, the neighbor that you never spoke to uh-huh. and be loyal to them. No, but if if I got my 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 square group mm-hmm. of friends that I talk to every day, right. that's where my loyalty lies. Because mm-hmm. I, I I speak with them every day. They know me. I know them. You have if you have a relationship mm-hmm. with with God, you mm-hmm. talk to him every day. You pray to him, and and you conversate. And it's it's not just God. I need this. God, I need this. Hey, Lord, it's me again. No, 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 no. Just when when you have a relationship where you talk to God as if He is here with you, when you rely on Him as if He is sitting beside you. That's that's when you develop your loyalty, and and you start to to really serve him. And what that scripture is saying is you you can't have that that type of relationship right. with Amen. anything else. That's God's spot. Uh-huh. That's Amen. God's spot. You know. So um, and and I I, I think if we hit, if we get that piece, mm-hmm. the loyalty to God, before we even look at the many blessings, the benefits, the the uh talents that he gives us mm-hmm. you know we we seek him like the scripture says seek the kingdom first right. not 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 the riches he, he'll give you everything else you want but we want that relationship we want to build that loyalty and let god know hey we are born. yeah mm-hmm. we hey you you my mans mm-hmm. you my uh-huh. and you already know god's gonna give it back I mean, if you read, uh, oh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but if you if you read all through the Old Testament, look how he he yearned to get the the, the children of Israel back. I can't think uh, of people who messed us. up more besides us today. Besides, exactly, besides us today, I can't think of any any anybody who's mess who messes up as much as they did, but yet he still tries to constantly bring them back reconcile he, he still loves them gives them countless chances mm-hmm. so okay. i i just think that's that's a really important piece and, and i'm glad that uh that that was brought up the the loyalty right and you know many people only show like loyalty when uh-huh. something benefits them but you know as believer in christ that shouldn't be that shouldn't be because we are not to act like the rest of the world because we are set apart when we i mean yeah we are set apart but with for god when we when our minds was renewed and when and when we dedicate our lives to christ so we are to just not to fall into the world but to set apart and you know love one another as the our lord yes loved us yes that is so true um and god already gave back he already gave he 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 paid he paid a huge price for us in the first place we are priceless to him like 
and that's exactly. that, that's what the devil be lying. He 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 be lying. <laughs> There's nothing that God withheld from us or is withholding from us. Um, I f- and I also mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the time today, like younger people, our generation are seeking after and striving after the wrong thing. They're committing fraud and scamming just to get money to buy shoes and clothes. Like, who you flossing that for? That they can't take with them who, when they exactly. die. Exactly. What a good Do not exactly. store up <laughs> treasures on this earth that's going to rust. Like, we need no, to be right behind the hearse. Facts. Like, and it's not like they 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 doing this to leave a legacy or generational wealth and you know stuff like that. Like I'm not saying it's nothing wrong with that because that should be the goal instead of just trying to look good and you know fit in and and have this popularity and fame. It's like it's like they they they. It's just the focus is on the wrong thing and we have to remember like. We cannot, mm-hmm. like, basically, anything assigned to you by God will prosper. So you don't have to steal anything. You don't have to kill to get what you want. You don't have to to to, to lie, cheat. Uh, promotions come from God, especially in the workplace. Like, Say that. Listen, be faithful over the few things, and God will make you ruler over much. Say so that. there is nothing that you have to do to... to, to get where you feel like you need to be because if God didn't place you there, that ain't where you need to be. Amen. My my husband was talking to me today about wanting to move and not even just move apartments. I'm talking about moving places, moving jobs, moving positions that I'm currently in. And and I have a tendency to to seek new things. I I, I like I, I I want to be fulfilled in a way that I might need to just stay where I'm at in order to, to, to see it, to see that thing come out and come, you know, through and just allow God to do a work in me, allow him to perfect where I am before I move on to the next task or the next place or the next thing. It's like, we have to give God that room to show up and show out in our lives. We have to depend on God, make him our, stability All we right, know Jay that nice. he can provide everything we need we know yes. that god knows our heart he can he is the one who we need to go to with our problems we don't have to go to social media we don't have to to go to our friends they cannot help us god is our help jesus is our lord and our savior and he wants us to depend on him so in these times in these tough times we have to go back to god god will heal our land if we turn from our wicked ways we have to be able to admit when we're wrong we cannot be having pride and saying oh no oh no i didn't do anything wrong no this listen if you lose if you lose do not try to force it. Do not try to force it. That that goes to anything. If you lose a, a job position, if you lose that parking spot, it's okay. It's okay. Or even if you lose it's, that election, it's okay. It's okay. Like, there will be more opportunities if you are in alignment with God. And everything attached to you going to prosper. That so part. do not do anything that will... Um, jeopardize, jeopardize your integrity. Right, yep. and we're the last thing before I hand it over to Seven. Right, yeah, yeah, we're the last thing before I hand it over. Amen. Yeah, we're, 
Very good, Jay Nice. Nah, that's 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 well said. That's well said. I mean, and, and Jay Nice, that reminds me of, of Psalms 27, 1 through 6. And it simply yes. says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Woo. So why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? When the evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they'll stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I'm attacked, even if I'm attacked, I will remain confident. The one thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek the most is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life delighting in the Lord's perfection and meditating in his temple for he will conceal me there when trouble comes he will hide me in his sanctuary he will place me out of reach on a rock on a high rock then I will hold my head up high above my enemies who surround me at his sanctuary and I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy singing and praise with the Lord the Lord with music and 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 man, David went all the way let's in go, let's on going. that scripture. That's and that's <laughs> and that's 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 the essence of what we're talking about. That's that confidence in knowing that God is Lord, God is King, and He's got me. No matter what situation. Last week we were talking about finances. No matter my financial yeah. situation, God's got me. No matter what. My, my living situation is God's got me. I ain't got food in my refrigerator. God got me. I ain't got gas in my car. God got me. Right? My husband not acting right. God got me. My my sister not acting right. God got me. My, my, my mom's sick. God got me. You know what I mean? No matter what it is, no matter where we go, he said, all you got to do is run to me. I got everything you need. I got healing. I got your victory. I got your prosperity. I got I got your health. I got everything that you need wrapped up in me. And all we have to do is abide in him. And he said, I will abide in you. And that's it. That's 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 the key to this whole thing. So when you when we are out there, and I know those people who are listening right now who are saying, I got you, seven, that's all good and great, but you don't live where I live. You don't walk the streets that I walk. You don't ride the bus that I ride. You don't walk down the streets that I walk. And you're absolutely correct. But what I do know, I do know that you have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart like I have. You got the same thing that I got. You got got an army of angels surrounding you when you walk out of that house. You got a God that said, I will protect you. I will hide you. You can walk through the gang streets. You can walk through the the neighborhoods. You can do what you got to do because you got, you're protected by God. You're protected in the car. You're protecting your coming and you're going. God say, I got you. And that's the thing we have to learn as Christians is that God got us. We have to surrender. And that's the part that catches us. That's the part that gets us because we don't want to surrender that. We want to, we, we want to, no, no offense, no, no offense. So we want to carry the nine, right? We want to carry the nine for protection as we walk down the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we feel like we got to do something, but God is like, I got you. If you worried about that, uh-huh. like you gonna trip and fall, you gonna trip and fall because you can't do it. If we could do it on your own, if you could do it by yourself, there was no need for him to send his son. Amen. That's a waste yeah. of a life. That that beating that he took, that cross that he endured, all of that that he did was a waste of time because you can do it yourself. And that we know that's not true. We know that's not true. Go ahead, Jay. Nice. I, I, I hear you over there. Uh. 
Go ahead. I just want to say one thing, and I'm going to let you go ahead and finish. I just wanted to say, yes, God got us. He He will protect us, but that's why we got to be in the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's why we got to have that confidence, right? Because once we step out of that, right. once we go out and do things according to our own will, then whatever happens, happens. Like, yeah. hey, we... Once you out of that covering, once you get out of the covering of God, the enemy has free will to do whatever mm-hmm. he wants to you. But as long as you are in the will of God, Th- that's why Psalms ninety one says, "No weapon that, formed against you will prosper." That's why Psalms ninety one says, "He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide." If you get out of it, you know that's you, that's on you. That's when tough. you want to retaliate, you want right. to take things into your own hands. Let mm-hmm. the let the people do their jobs. Let these lawmakers. Do their jobs and they're not all listen hey i'm i understand that everybody is not living according to the word which they should but god gonna deal with them Facts. you just do what you have to do don't worry about everybody else do what you have to do don't let somebody else's mistakes drag you down to hell with them amen Facts. amen yeah, and, and I 100% agree with that. I 100% agree with that. And, and, and as we close, man, I, I just am, I, man, I, I beg people to to give it a try. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you ain't, if you ain't trying it for real, just give it a try, right? I mean, shoot, make us liars. Like, I, God God wants us to test him, right? T- test me. See, see if I don't do it. We talked about that last week. See if I don't do it. Right, God only asks us to do what we're supposed to do, and like Jay Knight said, like you, you gotta, you gotta abide in there. But that's the beautiful thing. And I was trying to find the verse. Yeah, um, chapter um, for Hebrews ten and twenty five, um, where it talks about forsaking not that, breaking out ourselves the assembly of one another. And, and, and the reading I wanted to pull out in that it's the verse above it, twenty five. Sorry, I'm doing this on the fly. Um, it says, "Let us hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering, and let us continue. Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good work." It's the verse right before it says, "Spread that, spread that, down ourselves assembly." And what that meant is, we have to, as Christian brothers and sisters, we should be pushing each other, praying for each other, provoking each other, can continue to be strong. And that's what that forsaking the assembly is saying. Like, hey, when you go to church, when you get around others when you gather the bible says where two or more are gathered and he is in that place so when you gather in that instance in that time frame you should be using that time not to gossip not to come to church and let it be a club not to be you know high-fiving talking about sports or doing whatever we normally we kind of do on the side but that time should be set aside for the enrichment and the growth of one another the provoking and the growth of one another so however you come together especially during this time you should be com- communicating and connecting with people. And that's why I love this podcast. That's why I love this podcast. This podcast is a connection. So if you're listening right now, you're connected. You're connected with a group of believers. So you are gathered with us as we talked about this right now. And God is with you right now. God's with you right now. So we we are here to, to push and poke and prod and make sure that we are steering each other towards the glory. Right, not towards failure, not towards condemnation, but to his glory. And we're not here to judge anybody. And we know that everybody's living with different things, but we just want everybody to to do it right. Seven, can and I to do it God's thing? way. So first Peter chapter yes, four, verse 17. 
for the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And it begins with us first. And a lot of people got discouraged yesterday with all that stuff going on at the White House, but the house of God is where it starts. So we have to keep mm. ourselves lined up. Uh-huh. And I love I love that scripture. He holds the heart of the king in his hand mm. and turns it whichever way he may go, whichever he wants it to go. So um, we know that God's in control. And as believers, like we, we shouldn't be afraid. We shouldn't be upset. Yes, there's injustice. Yes, there's things. But we know that our God has our back. Yep. We know that our God has our back. Amen. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and pray us out if anybody else has anything else they want to add to this wonderful conversation that we had tonight. And we thank y'all for joining us, man. We thank y'all for for listening. And and we see the numbers growing. We really appreciate y'all for joining in and listening to this podcast, the Edifying Queens, you know, for sure. Uh, Let us pray. Father God, we just thank you, God. God, we thank you for the ability to come together. God, we thank you for technology. God, we thank you for the ability that though we are separated, we can still connect and that we can reach people near, far, everywhere, God. And God, we just ask that as we, as we, people listen to this podcast, God, that you, you open their hearts, God, and you come in, Father God, you, you have people accept you for, for that your son died on the cross for their sins, God, and that they know that you will have their back, that no matter what they go through, no matter the struggles or the the trials and tribulations, that you have their back, God, no matter what, God. And we ask you to do a mighty work in the lives of our listeners, God. We ask that if they try you, God, that you will show up and show out in their lives, Brother God. And God, we ask for those who are living in dangerous places, God, for those who are living in places where where it's not safe to walk down the street. Their kids can't play on the sidewalks, God. We ask that you play a special protection around them and their families, Father God, that no hurt, harm, or danger will come nigh them or their families, Father God. We pray that in this in this uh, time of, of, of disease and, and pestilence, Father God, that you put out a, a protection around our listeners and around those who are listening, Father God, that they may be protected, Father God, that they may come and go and do the things that they need to do, Father God, without hindrance, without aberration, Father God, without anything coming to them, Father God. And God, most of all, we just thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, oh, yeah. who started this whole thing, God, by sacrificing, by giving up his life yeah. so that we may have power so that we may have the ability to call the devil out, to stomp on his head and tell him that you can't touch what I got. God, we just thank you for that, God. We know that's the ultimate sign of love, God. And as we go out for this week, Father God, and we we show, help us to show that love to one another, help that show us that love to others, Father God, believers and non-believers like God. And we ask that even though we leave from this from this time, Father God, that you will be, we will remain in your presence, Father God, and that you will stay with us, never leaving us or forsaking us, God. In Jesus' holy name, amen. 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 Thank you for being a consistent listener. We appreciate you. If you haven't already, Please subscribe to our podcast to be notified when we post each Friday. This is your girl, Purified. Jay Nice. 
divine. Last but not least, and we are edifying queens. Until next time, be blessed. For ladies from across the world, we have come just to give a word. Come one, come two, come all. Ride with us and we won't let you fall. Loving God is what we've come to do. Head of fighting queens, oh, that's the key.